don't think it can happen to you. To the hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video. And now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, good Sunday morning to each and every one of you again for the last time. Happy New Year. Hopefully everybody is doing well. I can honestly tell you the truth that there's people that are not doing well and Whew, man, what a start to the new year. 10 days in, 10 days in, and quite honestly, I could have done a podcast show each and every day in the first 10 days, and with three, four stories going at a time. It is that insane. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB, and to get all my shows, go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, just type in the keyword DistractedDB. All right. Woo. Wow. Numbers for you, as far as I am concerned, I have numbers. Uh, these numbers are strictly for my podcast show. In the last two shows, oh boy. Well, I have quite a few from California, but Virginia checked in with 55 downloads. Michigan, 34. Illinois, 18. Maine, 3. Kentucky, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Tennessee, all checked in with one. And then I have us-other 22 downloads so the show is picking up also i have several different countries i did not pull up those because i want to talk mostly about things that are happening here in the united states not talking about the government what happened last week was terrible i i'm on vacation so i get an opportunity to kind of watch that. But after a while, it got to be such a turnoff, I turned it off. Again, I don't really talk politics unless we're talking about politics when it comes to road rage, hit and runs, DUIs, distracted drivers. Are we going to do something about that? I think there's going to be a change. I think there's going to be a change. And I say that because of a story that I got uh, in regards to the third story we did um, let me see, uh, just on Friday, uh, talking about the man that was charged with homicide in San Francisco for 
killing two women, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, for killing two women on New Year's Eve. There is a lady up there, and I don't have her name with me right now. It's actually on another sheet of paper that I had. Uh, well, she is trying to get rid. So she's in the assembly or uh, somewhere in the government somehow. And again, maybe city council or something. She is in She is trying to get rid of the three-strike rule. Because if this, remember when the DA was in the hot seat on this, the DA was in the hot seat on this, and they're saying that he wasn't doing his job for keeping drivers like this guy off the street. And then they're saying, well, the cops didn't do their job. The DA is. And it's going back and forth. Well, I have a follow-up on that, and that, that follow-up is going to come from KPIX TV, and I've used those guys before, but it's a very interesting tale. It's a very interesting story, so I'm going to play both cuts. I'm going to play the cut that I got originally from KRON for news uh, last Friday. And then I'm going to play the new one from KPIX TV up in uh, San Francisco area. And I there's an update. And you got to hear what's going on. And we're going to get to that. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about road rage. Oh my gosh. Eight days in, actually it was seven days in, and then the craziness began to fester up. And of course, before we even get to this story, let's talk about what comments I got from the hot story of last Friday. Comes from WPLG Local 10 News. How the father mourned the death of his daughter. Got a lot of comments on that. Got a lot of comments about the guy up in San Francisco as well. But more came from the fact that I don't think a lot of people like dads losing daughters. Uh, nobody likes to have anybody lost in any way, shape, or form based on how that happened. And I think deep down inside, to tell you the truth, I think deep down inside, more people kind of teared up a little bit, like I did, and I'm not afraid to admit it, I teared up just a little bit, three times, four, if you actually count when I listened to it on the show. But to me, it's crazy. Now somebody's going to try to do something about it, and we'll get into uh, that story, plus also what's happening up in San Francisco. It, people, are take, people honestly are starting to take notice. People are taking notice. Television stations are starting to report more and more about the hit and runs, the DUIs, the distracted drivers, the road rage. It's out there. Not only that, you can also go to YouTube to find a lot of that information. A lot of that information is, is posted on there. And, and sometimes I might go there if I go to the website and I can't find a story that was linked to them. I'll go to the YouTube and download it and play the audio, but I give the station the credit. I have sources, and I have people that send me stuff. Again, I'm just here one man trying to do something right for the victims. The perpetrators need to be held accountable, and I'm hoping with what's going to happen in the second story, it actually starts to happen. The three-strike rule has got to go. 
has got to go. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. All right, when we come back, oh, boy, Arizona from NBC 12 News in Arizona, how road rage just seven days into the new year. Wow. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, What? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady anyway? I'm I'm sorry, babe. I I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. <laughs> Babe, wait, wait, come back! Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, Facebook, DistractedDB, and all my shows are there the last six years and the start of the seventh year at iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so eight days, seven days into the new year, seven or eight days uh, when I got this story, and it comes from um, NBC 12 News out in Arizona. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Let's talk about road rage. And this was so violent. How, what happened? 
not only did the guy get his car smashed, he ended up the uh, the victim ended up also hitting the, uh, the the perpetrator. I should say actually ended up hitting the victim when he was in a crosswalk. Thanks for joining us for 12 News at 5. Our big story, a road rage incident caught on camera. Good evening, everyone. I'm Kadiva Devine. And I'm Joe Dana in for Mark Curtis tonight. That road rage incident showing a violent confrontation at the intersection of 43rd Avenue in Peoria, where one man is hit twice by a car. Police arrested the driver. And as Michael Doudna reports, those watching all of this unfold could not believe what they were witnessing. We want to warn you, the video in this story is graphic. Like I said, it was just like it wasn't real. It was very surreal. It seemed like something out of a movie. A man sent <laughs> flying at the intersections of 43rd and Peoria Avenues. So this all happened during one red light. Michelle Gibbons was there before the camera started rolling, watching the driver of that black car, a man police say is David Shelton, confront another driver. So he immediately flips around and starts punching the guy in the silver sedan. Shelton would then get back in his car and try to run over the man he had just punched. Shelton would then throw his car in reverse before trying to ram the man again, who would get on the hood of Shelton's car and stop the window. Shelton reversed the car one more time, waiting for that light to turn green before taking a sharp right turn. He, he was going right for that guy. The victim somehow avoiding major injuries. Police would catch up with Shelton after he collided with two other vehicles. Police say Shelton later admitted to being on drugs as he carried out his rampage. <laughs> Shelton was arrested and charged with three felonies, including one for aggravated assault. We're in Phoenix. Michael Doudna, 12 News. All right, again, that story came from NBC 12 News out in Arizona. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, but if you actually heard or if you actually seen the video, you could hear in the background when the person actually got hit. It was toward the end of the video. And I got to tell you, though, he ended up crashing with two other people and ended up getting arrested. But then he said he was on drugs. That has no excuse. You shouldn't even be behind the wheel if you're doing any kind of drugs. Again, these are things that we need to stop right now so we don't end up in some kind of craziness that's already going on in the world with with the politics and the coronavirus we already know that driving has been bad in a lot of areas for a long period of time all right when we're going to go ahead and, uh before we take a break this is what i want to do is uh i'm going to play the um audio sound that i got from kron and i played this on friday uh friday the 8th and it's about the man that was charged with a homicide of killing two women. One of them was from Japan. And then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and play the one from KPIX-TV. That is a transformation that you've got to understand because now there's an update. So here is the original from KRON, and for news, and again, I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound again. The big story we are following from San Francisco tonight, the district attorney's office now filing homicide charges against a man now accused of killing two women during a hit-and-run crash. 
The driver, 45-year-old Troy McAllister, on parole at the time of that New Year's Eve crash. San Francisco's District Attorney, Chesha Boudin, is under fire tonight for his role, or the role that his office reportedly played in the tragedy. Some are accusing Boudin of not doing enough to keep people like McAllister off the streets. Crown Force Dan Thorne joins us live in San Francisco tonight to explain all of this. Dan. Well, Ken, uh, Pam and Jonathan, uh, obviously the families that are involved with this um, crash, the two victims, uh, are, they're devastated by what has happened here. However, the DA's decision to charge McAllister with homicide along with other crimes has received some positive feedback, but the possible missteps that led up to this deadly crash are still in question. A curbside memorial continues to grow at the site of a deadly New Year's Eve crash. The two victims were 60-year-old Elizabeth Platt and 27-year-old Hanako Abe. They were both killed when a man driving a car stolen from Daly City slammed into them on 2nd and Mission Streets in San Francisco. SFPD say the driver, 45-year-old Troy McAllister, was under the influence at the time and tried running away from the scene before being arrested. Officers also found this handgun with an extended magazine and drugs inside the car. This was not Mr. McAllister's first time to the rodeo. Uh, he's a prolific, lifetime violent criminal offender. San Francisco Police Officers Association President Tony Montoya says the DA has been trying to place the blame on what happened elsewhere. McAllister was on parole after being released from state prison in April and has since been arrested for several crimes and was able to get back out. In a release announcing the homicide charges against McAllister, District Attorney Chesa Boudin said the tragedy might have been prevented if Daly City and San Francisco police, along with his office, intervened effectively. Montoya says the buck does not stop with the police. None of that precludes the district attorney from holding a person accountable. That's what the DA does. If there's evidence there, they charge people with crimes and not just simply say, well, we're just going to kick it over to this other agency to deal with it. Montoya was encouraged by the DA's homicide charge, but would like to see an independent oversight panel review the district attorney's past criminal charging decisions. Mr. Bodine has filled many vacancies in the district attorney's office with either former public defenders like himself or criminal defense attorneys. So the likelihood of a conflict of interest is going to be more current than other places. Victim Hanako Abe's friends have set up a GoFundMe page to help raise money in order to have Abe's family come here to the United States and for her body to be returned to Japan. And so far, that GoFundMe page has raised more than $80,000. Reporting live in San Francisco, Dan Thorne, Cron 4 News. A tragedy all the way around. Dan, thank you. All right, and again, I want to thank KRON 4 News for allowing me to use the sound again. All right, when we come back, though, when we come back... I'm going to play the audio from KPIX TV. They have an update, and it's a very interesting one. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. 
Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. Okay, so before we went to commercial break, I played an audio piece that we got from KRON4 News up in San Francisco in regards to when a man was charged with homicide for killing two women on Christmas Eve. One of them, the lady, was from Japan. Now I have an update that comes from KPIX-TV up in San Francisco, and I wonder, I'm just thinking, could this end up being an international kind of incident. And here's why. We're getting our first look tonight at one of the victims of that deadly New Year's Eve hit and run in San Francisco. And tonight, some questions about why the suspect involved was arrested multiple times and not held. KPIX Joe Vasquez is exclusive with new details. She was relatively new to San Francisco. Hannah Abe was 27 years old. Her mother tells me Hannah attended college in the U.S. before moving to San Francisco last year to work for a company called JLL Real Estate. Last night, Hannah and a woman she did not know were both killed while walking in the crosswalk on 2nd Street, crossing Mission, when a car ran a red light and ran them over. Today, police identified the driver who they say initially tried to run away from the scene but was quickly arrested. 45-year-old Troy McAllister was on parole for robbery. Police say they found this handgun with an extended magazine inside the car, along with drugs believed to be methamphetamines. It turns out McAllister had been arrested twice recently, in November and December, after committing crimes in San Francisco. That's according to District Attorney Chesa Bodine's office, which says McAllister was referred to his state parole officer after each one of those crimes, which is the written procedure. But each time, the DA says the state parole officer inexplicably decided not to place McAllister back behind bars for a parole violation. So he was let back out on the street. The DA's office says, quote, there can be no question every justice agency involved in this, including our office, must take responsibility for preventing tragedies like this from happening. We are carefully reviewing what happened and thinking critically about what could have been done differently in this case. Meanwhile, Hana's mother, Hiroka Abe, who lives in Japan, told me by way of Twitter that she wants justice for her daughter. Her family struggles financially, so some of Hana's Bay Area friends are setting up a GoFundMe page to raise money to help. Hana's mother tells me, quote, the whole family has a heart that is torn by sadness. You couldn't find such a beloved daughter all over the world. She was our pride. 
in San Francisco. Joe Vasquez, KPIX 5. All right, and that story came from KPIX 5 up in San Francisco, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But quite honestly, if you listen to the whole thing, it could end up being an international incident because sooner or later the government is going to say, the government of Japan is going to say, okay, what is going on? What is going to be happening? Now, remember before in the past, I've told you that drivers in Japan are considered professionals. So whether you had your license for 10 years or 10 minutes, you're considered a professional. And I've also mentioned to you before in the past, if by chance you're a young man or a young woman and you end up killing somebody and they were the breadwinner of that family, they will take from the time that he has that job, from the time that he, in the position and the time he has, they will estimate about he works another 10, 15 years or whatever. Any kind of advancements, payrolls or anything like that will be accrued. Therefore, guess who's responsible for paying that? You. So therefore, maybe some kind of, I'm not saying that we need to have those kind of laws, but some kind of justice has got to be done where the perpetrators are definitely being held accountable instead of just going to jail, getting out, and doing it again and again. It just never seems to end. Woo, man, that was a breathful. Okay, so you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Okay, here is a story that comes from Boston, uh, WCVB, and it deals with a hit and run that just happened just in a, in a wrong time, in a wrong space. And again, appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Emily, late this afternoon, Boston police tell us they may have found a vehicle of interest to help solve this hit and run. The accident reconstruction scene is also a crime scene, stretching a half mile from where police say an unidentified body was struck and dragged for blocks before the body ended up on the ground just before the 93 on-ramps. We are collecting evidence from that location up to this location. Police did stop this large box truck on the 93 ramp, but investigators say it's not the vehicle they're looking for, but may help their investigation. Now Boston police are looking through surveillance video at several locations shot just after 11.30 this morning in Charlestown, hoping they will have a description to give the public tonight. It's a very active crime scene, so we do have ongoing inter interviews, so we're not ready to answer that this time. Can you get more description on who or what you might be looking for? At this time, we don't know. We're reviewing uh, video, we're canvassing for video, so like I said, it's very active, it's a very large crime scene. Boston police won't say where that vehicle of interest was stopped, but they say the driver may have never known that they struck the pedestrian. Reporting live in Charlestown, I'm Ted Wayman, WCVB, News Center 5. Oh, I like that sounder. Okay, next story came from WCVB in Boston, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I got to tell you, though, if anybody hits anybody with a vehicle, there has they have to know. I don't know if you can't go through and not know anything, especially like if, you know, you drive out here in LA on the roads or in like down in San Diego on the roads. Oh my gosh. You hit a bump. You know, you've hit something. You can't tell me you can't, you hit somebody and not know it. You would hear a, a thump or something. Somebody tell me something. Give me some kind of clue because quite honestly, I don't think, I don't think you can actually hit somebody and not know it. 
Now, maybe with you playing loud music, having headphones on your ears, which is probably illegal against the law for doing that, because if any kind of emergency vehicle comes along, you're not going to be able to hear them anyways. So maybe that's what the dude was doing or the lady was doing when they, they hit the person and didn't know it. That's a possibility. I can't say for sure. But if you don't have any headphones on or you're not kind of distracted and you hit somebody, you're going to know. It's going to shake your car a little bit. You're going to, whoa, what was that? Whoa. You can't tell me you don't know that you hit somebody somewhere along the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm just guessing here. All right, again, this is DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. And again, I appreciate everybody who downloads the show, listens to the show, and I hope you continue to listen to the show. I hope I make it entertaining, if not least informative, of what else is going on in other states and stuff. Again, you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword, DistractedDB. And of course, don't forget, I usually try to do two shows a week. Maybe I can squeeze in three every now and then. Keep following me. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. I appreciate it. Usually if you follow me, I end up following you back, unless you're a news channel, obviously. Uh, or you're a professional ball club. I have several that follow me, but I don't follow them, or I follow them and they don't follow me. I'm not sure which one it is. Remember, I don't want to die today. Do you? Until next week, be safe.